everybody. Guess Welcome back to episode, I don't know, four, four. or whatever. Yep. My count is getting better. <laughs> of uh, Sonic Yarns. It's a podcast that comes out whenever we can. Uh, and it's about us banging on about music and stories and stuff like that. Who's, who's we? Oh, I'm Ed. <laughs> uh, I'm Sam, the apparently geeky one. That's what I've heard tonight. He, he's the one with oh, yeah. all the equipment. Oh, he's yeah, he's yeah. the one who's been stringing the wires yeah. out. Because Ed, Ed couldn't get it together. <laughs> Shut up, guest. Who's that in the corner over there? Uh, it's Will. Um, yet to correct, characterise myself yet, but um, I'm sure we'll get there over the next few episodes. The indecisive one. Mm. Indecisive, yeah. Like indecisive it. but handsome, ladies. Indecisive <laughs> but handsome. You can bully him into doing anything you want. <laughs> and who's this voice we don't recognise? Yeah. I'm a guest. Oh, my God, it's an accent. we got an accent in the <laughs> oh, no. oh, my Who've God. You're not Who've a southerner. What? Everybody needs yeah. a pet northerner. Everybody yeah. needs a pet northern. I'm Danny. Uh, yeah, just down for the evening and uh, got roped in. Yeah. Happy days. Yeah, I know Danny from 2004. Oh, yeah, too long Heady ago. Heady days um, out in Canada. And uh, and we've been mates ever since. You're well, just... Ed says that, but... Uh, yeah, shut up, just you're got really in my nice house, house, mate. Yeah, well, you've got a nice <laughs> house. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. Um, but yeah... Uh, and yeah, and Danny likes, as you're about to hear, Danny likes banging on. He's a good storyteller. <laughs> Not of his bullshit, but he's a good story. No, I didn't say that. And um, yeah, so who's going to start with? Hang on, what have you all been listening to this week? <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I had a coffee I've, been, uh, I've been listening to public uh, public service broadcasting. Oh, nice. Do you know, they, they, they the did that one? track called Go. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, it's like a. It was the Apollo Eleven moon landings over the music. Well, mysteriously, a package arrived through the post at my house from Amazon. Bit of twelve-inch vinyl, and it was um, their twelve-inch. And it's. I think it's called Spitfire. But it was all. They were all war, World War Two yes. based tracks. And I suspect the hand of uh, Boggy because he asked me what my postcode was about two weeks ago and I thought it was a bit random. <laughs> Ooh, um, but yeah, right, fantastic. <laughs> but what I did notice was the new vinyl is a lot stiffer and heavier than my old 70s and 80s vinyl. It right. gives my age away a little bit. But yeah, it was a lot, lot harder. I didn't know if it was actually still vinyl. But, um, mm. I don't know what yeah. it's made of. But all, I mean, without without being rude, the, the tunes are very similar. But yeah, no, it's it's really, really good. It's a, it's a bit like um, Lemon Jelly. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's that, it's that kind of music. Yeah, have you seen, uh, have you seen live public surf broadcasts? No. Very good live, proper show. <clears throat> a proper show. I think they uh, came to Dorset, didn't they? A few years ago. They did. They went. They were at end of the road. Mm, yeah. And also, I went with uh, another friend of the show. Went to see them at Southampton as well as a actual proper bear gig as opposed to a festival show. Really, really cool. They like. Uh, they've got loads of loads and loads of TVs on stage, like massive, like mocked up ones as well, like. And they got these screens, and then the guy on stage, he's got a like a cine camera, or a digital camera, look in a cine case that's all li- linked into it. And he's, so he's doing these, he's filming whilst he's on stage, the other musicians, and they're sort of sharing it around. And they've got all the visuals of all the videos that they do, like the Spitfire and and oh, what's the one London is? It's that other one that I did on that first album, London is strong or something like that. Um, 
and it's brilliant. It's just all this footage of 1940s of men with pipes stood on top of rubble. This was my house once. <laughs> Good old Britain. And, um, we we yeah. can take it. Yeah, well, yeah. Britain can take it. I think yes. it's London can take it. I think yeah, that's the track. It is London can take yeah, it. Yeah, and, it's, nice. and it, like, it's a real proper decent show and, and he doesn't talk to the crowd. It's all, um, he's just like looped and sampled loads of stuff. So he said, he said, uh, he had some voice going hello and then like he'd clipped the you know when you come into a station on on a train and it says southampton so it was like hello southampton <laughs> and, 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 and he just clipped it everywhere he went because and yeah and it was just it was proper decent something yeah it's really cool good good or good visual spectacle Hollywood sound effects. This is the music they play every night in London. The symphony of war. London can take it. What's their um what's their setup then? Is there are there, is there like producers, DJs? Um, I don't know, there's there's there seems to be just two of them. There's right. one guy on drums and one guy on keyboards who's mm. presumably pulling in all the effects uh, and things. Okay. Yeah, and in the band as well is a, a VG, <clears throat> VDJ video disc jockey. So right. he's someone who does, that's what he does, is he makes the visuals and he does the visuals and stuff. It's an awesome and, uh, spectacle, isn't it? Yeah, the it's really good. Full on laser show. Yeah. I'm definitely going to have to go and see him now. You've yeah, persuaded yeah, me. Really, do you know really what I often think about bands that do that? Nope. How did they? How did they start? How do they start? Like, if because normally as, as like a band, you're you're sort of pub gigging, yeah, little clubs. How do you do that as a as a visual spectacle in a small venue? That must be really tricky to make a name yeah. for yourself by doing that kind yeah. of stuff. Guessing you might would you start with a projector at the back or. I don't know, but yeah, yeah, it's a good point. You'd probably you'd I probably just, just make a video in your in your bedroom while you're yeah. playing with yourself, <laughs> and then put it on a projector. And, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, most nerds. Yeah, Sam, yeah. I mean, Sam. We could ask Sam. Sam could tell us. It's like in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my head. Yeah. Get out of my bedroom. <laughs> Turn yeah. those cameras off. But that um, that Spitfire song. Um, that's the film, the first of the few. David Niven. Oh, is it? It's okay. about the. Uh, I can't remember his name, which is shocking. But it's about the guy that. It, Invented, invented the Spitfire, designed the Spitfire. Mm. Design would be a better word. Yeah, and it's uh, David Niven, and it starts in one of those sort of all sorts of RAF chappies sat round the hut waiting for dispersal, waiting for the bell to ring, and they're all <laughs> chatting about the Spit. And, and <laughs> is David, that one of its nicknames? Yeah, yeah, is it really? Yeah, yeah. And David Niven comes in, and they sort of, you know, all these teenagers are like, oh, oh, the spit. We'll give the Hun what for? And then he sort of says, oh, do you know how it, you know, who designed it? And then it goes into the film. It's, it, I think it is actually like 1943, 1944. Right. It was made, but it's, it's cheesy as hell. It's awesome. It's awesome. Cool. Yeah, uh, I see that. I didn't know it's from a film. That's good to know. Well, yeah, I think because um, most of their tracks seem to take the soundtrack from a particular. Because mm. the Go one mm. is like the Apollo, land, you know, Apollo mm. Eleven landing, mm. and the London Can Take It was also like a public information yeah. broadcasting, like 1941, wasn't it? So yep. I think they might take a specific, yeah, and then make a track to fit so, it. Yeah. So 
you were obviously buying vinyl in the in the eighties, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, only as a very small child, obviously. But have you? And you're <laughs> obviously pocket. buying. You still do you still buy vinyl as your main sort of format of music? Listen to music on. Um, I don't buy any music at all now. Right? None. Not none whatsoever. Um, unfortunately, things just get in the way mm. now, financially, and you know, time-wise and whatever. Um, but I definitely would. I definitely do not listen to any digital because I, I think once you've once you've used vinyl or even CDs through a proper stereo, the idea of then downloading something which is of such appalling quality, mm. you know, and listening through a phone or something. No, I can't. Can't mm. do it. But that's a, yeah, that's an age-related <clears throat> problem. Well, I don't know about that. I wouldn't say that's necessarily true. But I was. Um, I grew up with a, a nerd. Um, and he was called Boggy, <laughs> or the Bogmeister. Right. And he, he spent every penny he had on buying a deck, building his own amps, speakers yeah. and things like that. And so we sort of had it, we, via osmosis, got some of that sort of, I, I'm on the fringe of the nerd level. Right. But yeah, so you couldn't possibly, he wouldn't let you even buy a CD. And certainly digital downloads are just, nah. You know, occasionally... I look at something on YouTube, but yeah, nah, vinyl all the way. It's got to be. Yeah. Mm. That's what we can agree on vinyl. Yeah. I agree on vinyl. Not so sure on the CDs thing, though. Mm. And on the digital. That's our... we, had this, we had a, this came up in conversation, didn't it, last week? Well, not last week, last episode. The other day. Uh, it's, the other it's, day. it's fundamentally a lot easier. Mm. Digital, download it, you get what you like, you don't have to get the whole album, you can get tracks. You know, it's, it's fantastic. It's way more useful. But I am a Luddite. I am a self-confessed Luddite. I don't have a smartphone. Do you know what I mean? I just, no. Nah. If you, yeah, no. It's not, it's not for me. No, He's no about smartphone. to do a mic drop. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. Smash. I'm off. I'm off to smash up a combine yeah. harvester. Where's Tall Puddle? You're in the right county. It's just that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, like, you know, I mean, you could, you could go wherever you want with this conversation because you could just go, like, how many times have you seen people walk into lampposts on their smartphone. Yeah. Kids, you know, just smartphone, smartphone. It's like, you know, oh, you, haven't been, you, never, you don't go on Facebook, you didn't get to the party. Why didn't you just ask me <laughs> if I wanted to go to the party? You could have phoned me. I'd have even accepted a text, but just saying, we put it on Facebook, and then why didn't you look? It's, it you know, it's beyond ridiculous. And and the idea that on Facebook you tell everybody, um, you see, you started the rant now. Oh, that was something. Else. That was something else we used to have on the radio station. We had rant of the week, and I right. just go off on one. But um, yeah, let, you know, let it out, Danny. If, if, if you're constantly telling people what you've had for breakfast and, and what you're doing, then when you meet them, what are you going to talk about? You know, how do you catch up? Because it's like, oh, I saw you did this. Well, yeah. that's why you get together and you get your phones out and <laughs> yeah. you tap yeah. away. <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll show up now. <laughs> no need to show up. I think you see on the vinyl front. I totally agree. It's a beautiful thing. Is it? What a gift. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's an object yeah. as well as yeah. being the music itself. It's art, isn't it? It's a yeah, piece it, of art yeah, in yeah, all loads of different ways. Like it. I like it. Yeah. So we all. <laughs> there's no contingency. No, that's not the right word. Conflict at all around vinyl. But the digital streaming, have you got some? You got a few racks of CDs in your house? Yeah, yeah, lots of them. 
Yeah. Like walls of walls of Not walls of them, no, but I do have a very big house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so rich. No, no, no he's North Wales. <laughs> yeah, I live in Wales, you don't have to be rich to have a big yeah. house. I've got all your money tied up in CDs stuck on there. <laughs> I, I see what you're saying, yeah. But um No, no, it's it's a, it's a thing where I'm trying to build momentum for people to throw their CDs away. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. to get digital music. Yeah. 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 Because Not even, you're just a streamer, aren't you? I'm you're a streamer, streamer. Yeah. I am a streamer. Yeah. I, I yeah. Anyway, but anyway I think... where we go, we're trying to know old ground <laughs> yeah. here. And, uh, Tweet we, it. We're all, I think the, the, the underlying thing is, yeah, do what you want. <laughs> it's fine. Wise words. Because I ain't going to change your mind and you're not going to change my mind. So. Not tonight. So if anyone is getting rid of uh, CD collections, I'll give you a tenner. <laughs> for the real. little lot yeah all of it yeah but you see I sat with somebody it. I sat with somebody last night and they were swearing at their phone going this in I I thing I can't get all me I uploaded it two weeks ago and I still can't find all my tunes and da 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 and they were there for five minutes so I was like how much easier would it have been if we just went to the amp and CD player and just <laughs> put in a CD yeah. you know because they were struggling obviously once you've once you've got it sorted you know, whatever format you're using, you can just crack on. But yeah, um, Techno- that is basically a technology is good in the right hands. If it's yeah. someone doesn't know how to use it, yeah. give it up. Get out the old cassette, C sixty, C ninety, C thirty. Go, 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 go. Who sang that? That was. Do you know it? No. Do you know no. it? Who no. does it? No, no, I have no idea. I asked. It wasn't. It wasn't yeah. a rhetorical kind uh, of. Uh, I know. It was I just a genuine. Oh, who sang that? It was. It almost sounded like. Um, was it Bow Wow Wow that did uh, go wild in the country? It's not them. Um, but it's it wasn't newer them. A lot newer than that, I think. Anyway, if you know, answer on the back of a postcard <laughs> to the usual address, or get into the twenty-first century and just tweet us or Facebook <laughs> us or take a picture of it on Instagram, write it on a wall, write it in CDs, climb up uh, yeah. the cliff, <laughs> take a picture next, of ne- next to the Cern Abyss giant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be good. But do, do you not? Do you not worry though? Uh, uh, you know, with the cloud and the digitization of everything, that there's no physical record. Not record, music record, but there's no physical, there's artifact. no library, artifact, whatever, of what it is that's going on. You know, it's ethereal, isn't it? It's vapour. It is, but that's where the artists have got to help us out. So they've got to take those things that are happening around us and they've got to turn it into something that's an artifact and not a digital one, but a real piece of um, sculpture or something written, some wonderful pictures. Like today, it's national, it's in, I don't know if it's international, it's National Poetry Day today. For that, you say telepo- I'm, I'm, I'm looking around at all the people who are about to t- t- turn out their favourite poem. I'm not seeing that many in the room, Sam. Uh, tweet it. If you've got a poem in you, tweet it. Um, but it's a. Uh, it, you're right, you're right. We were talking last time, last episode, what happens when the apocalypse comes? What's left? Well, not a lot if there's an apocalypse. But, but it will be alright. <laughs> but if you can fix, if you can plumb. If you can do whatever you need yeah. to do, you're all right, aren't you? Yeah, well, the zombie apocalypse is my favourite genre. Okay. You know what I mean? It's definitely what I'm looking forward to the most. <laughs> you know what I mean? The nuclear apocalypse. And it's probably no. one apocalypse that 
probably says yeah. one of the that isn't gonna happen. <laughs> I yeah. really think you should set your sights on a more realistic apocalypse, like yeah. But it's the one apocalypse. I'm I'm like, oh, I've got a chance of surviving that one. Zombie apocalypse. I'm like, I've, I've thought about it a lot. I've got you know, I've got a better than average chance yeah. of surviving. Can we get a little sneak? Sneak into the psyche Any of your survival tips? Potato guns. Potato cannons. <laughs> Potato cannons, they're good. I mean, the biggest problem, of course, with the UK is, you know, we don't have guns, so we can't randomly kill, you know, small children mm. uh, when the whim takes us. But I did see this great zombie... Well, it wasn't a great zombie film, obviously. It was crap. But they'd gone to the sports store and they'd taped shin pads to their forearms oh, and, and, and American football shoulder pads. I was like, Brilliant. Zombie's not going to bite you through American football in shoulder pads, is he? No. How many sports stores in the UK sell American football gear? Well, I bet De- I bet Decathlon and other sports stores <laughs> do because they they sell everything. They sell archery. If you get yourself in a Decathlon, you can get yourself tooled up, tooled up for the zombie nice. apocalypse. I don't think you'd need it in North Wales, would you? Desolate. <laughs> Yeah, everyone's escaped. <laughs> well, I'm. You see, it's not the zombies you've got to worry about, Will. Because right. if you've the other people, any, it's the other people. Yeah. It's the it's the scrotes that just pile out of Salford. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And just oh, and Withenshaw and Wigan, Warrington, Skelmersdale, Rex, yeah, they're just you know hundreds and thousands of scrotes. That's what you got to worry about. Mm. All on, oh, valid, all on the baked bean hunt. Give me yeah. some of the only beans. Because you, your zombie, especially if he's your, if he's your walking zombie yeah. of like the walking dead, you know, if he's your running zombie of 28 days later, you're in all sorts of trouble. Yeah. 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 You, yeah. You've got very little chance of getting through that one. Afraid. Even Linford Christie would struggle because, I mean, you're going to tire, but a zombie's not tiring. No, it's not time. Right, it's not stamina. It's a stamina's game, isn't it? Yeah, a bit like Zombieland. Have you yeah. seen Zombieland? I have seen yeah, yeah. very yeah. good film. Very yeah. clever. Good music. Yeah, seatbelt. <laughs> Remember your seatbelt. <laughs> raw, raw number thirty-three or something. Yeah. Always wear your seatbelt. Well, no, never put your seatbelt. No, always wear your seatbelt. Always wear your seatbelt. I'm not getting in your car in the zombie apocalypse. Is it like rule number six? Limber up. Yeah. And then Woody Harrelson comes up with like, I don't believe in. That. No, he goes. Have you ever seen a lion <laughs> limber up? Lion limber up. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> zombie killer of the day. Yeah. Zombie nice. killer of the day. Yeah, it could be good for your podcast. That. <laughs> <laughs> I want me a Twinkie. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. um, speaking of National Poetry Week, um, I I wasn't gonna. Do a tune, but um, I'm absolutely loving um, that Kate Tempest. She's a poet. Is she? uh, poet was that uh, um, is that the new one on Six Music? Uh, no, it? that's not one. The one I think that is just absolutely amazing is Europe is Lost. Have you heard that? She released it. She rushed released it about a fortnight after the Brexit vote. Right. And she was it was in the making apparently, and then she was just like, oh, now's the time to release it. So she released it. And yeah, it's it's just like brilliant. I love it. Have you got it? Systems too slick to stop working. Business is good, and there's bands every night in the pubs, and there's two for one drinks in the clubs, and we scrubbed up well. Washed off the work and the stress, and now all we want some excess. Better yet, a night to remember that we'll soon forget all of the blood that was bled for these cities to grow, all of the bodies that fell, the roots that were dug from the earth so these games could be played. I see it tonight, and the stains on my hands. The buildings are screaming. I can't ask for help though. Nobody knows me. Hostile, worried, lonely. We move in our packs, and these are the. She's like, she's got books published. She's. Her plays, yeah. she's written plays yeah. in the West End. She's got 
umpteen albums out. She's just like, she's brilliant. And uh, first I came across, I was talking about her in earlier, that Rob the Bank, mm. he had a wrong, Adam, <clears throat> and just after she'd been nominated for the Mercury, and he'd, he'd, <clears throat> she'd written this poem for to to perform on his show. And, um, and it was about why she loves hip-hop. <clears throat> and it was just like this maybe... I don't know, five or six minute poem of just her sort of talking about how she struggled to get recognition because she's female and she's... Black, I assume. No, she's white. Really? Yeah, yeah, she's really like, yeah, she's not, she's very different to what you imagine when you listen to her. She's aware, I'm sure it's in its styling, but she's got to like wear blouses, frilly blouses and stuff like that. But she's just, yeah, and this poem looks like, I just love something that's said with meaning and uh, it's just the passion in her voice when right. she's talking about, you know, just tr- getting her favourite rappers and putting them to one side and just spitting lyrics at them and just trying to get noticed and recognised and eventually working hard, just eventually people started to go. Wow. This girl's got some talent yeah, yeah. in her writing and uh, it's incredible. Yeah, I really like her. really like her. You've seen that her live? Tune just, hey, seen her live? No, I haven't. Unfortunately, I will do. She, I don't think she's going anywhere. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope not. Really, really good. But um, but yeah, I just enjoy listening to her interviews and mm. everything with her. She's just one of those. She's like a light to a moth for me. So like, you know, what's just, she like in interviews? Oh, wow, she's brilliant. Uh, opinionated. She's right. not. She's not wishy washy. She's yeah, got. Yeah. A, she's got something to say, and it's good. And yeah, it's good. But it doesn't. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I like, I like what she says, and that that this tune, um, Europe is lost, is have a listen. It's listen to the lyrics, and they're like, there's some really awesome bits in it. It's just the way. Tell us what we just listened to, Ed. Uh, we just listened to Kate Tempest, uh, Europe is lost, and that came out two two year about a year ago. Just, yeah, just under a year ago, and it's on her album 418. It's very good. Nice tune. I enjoy it. Enjoy it a lot. So, yeah, give that a listen. Nice. When, uh, in some headphones and listen to the lyrics. I like them. But, yeah, but yeah, I just thought, I thought, let's get... <laughs> Sorry, am I doing it again? <laughs> They're a bit far from... <laughs> what, what, what nobody there saw at home on the radio was was Ed just turning his head to talk to his mates and just ignoring the fact yeah, that he had a microphone. <laughs> and what you have to do, Ed, you see, is like this. You keep your mouth it's equidistant uh, from the microphone. Still up. Good mic techs. Professional <laughs> training, obviously. Nice. Don't yeah. show me ball patch. <laughs> Don't move <Yeah>. forward. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'm... That's what I've brought to the show tonight. Nice I really week. like it. And um, I've got, as I was saying, I think a couple of shows ago, I got kind of into a bit of spoken word. Of right. Eight. Partly, Saul Williams? Partly because of her. Hey? Saul Williams? Uh, I don't know. Uh, do I know one of his tracks? I think I do. It's been on, it's been on Six Music. Yeah. I'm trying to think <clears throat> what it is off the top of my head, but no. But, uh, yeah, I like it. And, um, and like all off the back of that, sort of got into a bit more hip hop as well. Nice, so. but it was Kate Tempest when I first heard her on that Rob the Bank show. I was just like, mm. "Oh, I like what this girl's about." And then, um, yeah, I like it, and I like more. So, yeah. Anyway, well, what have you been listening to? What have I been listening to? Good question. Being pretty, um, pretty lax in being adventurous. 
but I did. I've been listening to two bands really, mainly because I was going to go and went to see them at uh, the Hammersmith Apollo. Oh yeah, on Friday. So I was kind of just sort of polishing up and getting myself excited about watching them. So um, there was three acts. I didn't know the first one, but um, the second act was a band called Tesseract. Um, I've heard of them. Yeah, I've definitely heard of Tesseract. Yeah. Um, that was the book by uh, Alex, Garland. Alex Garland, wasn't it? It came out after his right. success and was a flop. Yeah. Right. Mm. But yeah. Um, so yeah, they're kind of like a, a British um, degen kind of progressive metal band. Okay. Um, and the headliner was um, the Devon Townsend Project. Ah, yeah. Devon yeah. Townsend, you introduced me to him ages ago. Yeah, so ago. I saw him, uh, I've seen him a few times. The most memorable time was him at the Royal Albert Hall. Um, I think it was about two years ago. Um, he's a Canadian chap and he's very, very charismatic on stage, very engaging. So it's, and he's always got, he's got <laughs> like the most, the biggest array of facial expressions I've ever seen on a man on stage. So, but he, he's always smiling and he's just really engaging despite, again, I've mentioned it before, like, you know, metal's quite an aggressive style, but he's, it's just, he's very like sort of brings the crowd and it's just really cool. Um, so yeah, mainly those, those two, um, Devin Townsend. I also saw he did a, a very short acoustic, um, tour. Again, that was two, I think I was sort of on the lead up. No, that was after the Albert Hall actually. Yeah. So it was, um, and he played in a, an old church in Salisbury and, um, I went with a good friend of mine and it was just, it was great just seeing him on a stage with a, an acoustic guitar and just sort of playing acoustic versions of some of his big records. Um, and we were the last show on the little tour. So he took time out at the end of the show because evidently, apparently we were the most well-behaved shall we say crowd of the tour so we were all just sat there and just enthralled and just mesmerized by what we were watching and just really appreciating you know him sort of just being in this very small very small venue just playing an acoustic guitar and um so being really appreciative he took time out and he did like a q a at the end for like 20 minutes and then like a little meet and greet so I got to meet him. It was fucking brilliant. <laughs> so I was like a little kid, like my mouth, I was in the queue of people and like, as the queue was getting shorter and shorter, my mouth was just getting drier and drier <laughs> and like my palms were getting, so it was just like, you know, I'm a 30 year old man and I was getting what nervous you, about meeting someone. to him? you like, oh, hello. Oh, I think you're pretty right. I, was, um, I think I just, I spoke to him about seeing him at the Albert Hall because you know, it's what a venue to play. It is, at. It's amazing. The Abbotts are an amazing venue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely fantastic. And that's the only time I've been there, and, and to see you know, a massive, a big metal band was, I imagine, quite a strange venue. Yeah, it was but it was, yeah, but it was it was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I just I kind of spoke to him about that, and yeah, he was just he was just such a genuine guy as well. He's he he didn't rush you. He wasn't like yeah, all right, mate, next one. He was just like he was genuinely. You know, appreciating questions and giving giving so is time. So is it? I mean, with it being metal music, it, it does it. He must have a backing. He must have 
drums. Oh, yeah, I he's know got a band acoustic yeah, yeah. set, but yeah, yeah he, so yeah. normally he does. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So he came from, he was in a band called Strapping Young Lad. <laughs> and You're not selling this at all. Well, I, Oh, yeah. <laughs> my first, my first, uh, into one well, of my first introduction to Strapping on Lad was in um, 2006 at Download Festival. And back then he had the worst haircut you've seen on a man in your entire life. So he was completely bald except for like. A, like a like a monk's kind of haircut, but a massive mullet. Oh, <laughs> m- mullet yeah. monk! Mullet monk. It was mullet fucking. Monk. That could be ridiculous. like a Jackie Chan film, couldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> mullet monk. Is that a Terry Nutkins? You, yes, yes, it's Terry it Nutkins. Is. Yes, yeah. it's Terry Nutkins. <laughs> we don't come across those very much. <laughs> he's dead. He's dead, Terry. He, he is. Yeah, he's one of the many who, who fell in the last couple of years. Um, <laughs> yeah, that haircut, I thought he'd taken that haircut with him, but apparently, right. He handed it on. Yeah. And what did this Terry Nutkins lookalike tribute act <laughs> do in, in his band? He was the singer and, and guitarist, like, like, yeah, singer, front man so, as well. Right, okay. Um, but I just remember the, the first thing he said, it was um, in a sort of Canadian aggressive way. He said, oh, oh, this morning I wake up on the wrong side of my head. Let's go, you motherfuckers. And then, <laughs> and then just started playing. It was Canadian, so brutal. Sorry, I had to stop you. Canadian aggressive. I oh, know. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. Oh, you see, hey. I could tell you a story now. I could tell you a story, but I think it's inappropriate. We can beep the names. <laughs> no, to. suffice to say, I was in uh, Vancouver in 2004, five, whatever, and um, with a mate of mine. And I was telling him, it was two in the morning, Vancouver, and I was saying, oh, God, if this was Manchester or, you know, Edinburgh or something, they'd be kicking off everywhere. People would just be battering each other senseless on this street. And everybody's, like, really nice. You Canadians, you're so chilled out. And to cut a a relatively long story short, we then saw one gentleman hit another gentleman with a bottle. Um, He then... As the first gentleman fell and banged his head on the floor, um, the gentleman who'd hit him turned to us because we were stood less than two metres away and sort of said, yeah, and I'll hit you as well if you so much as, you know. We accepted that with a nod. Right. And he turned around and ran off. So I chased him and rugby tackled him. And uh, he was a lot bigger than me. He was a lot bigger than me. I'm <laughs> tired. And then my mate came and, uh, yeah, there was a scrap ensued. And then two blokes came out of a pub. So me and my mate beating up this massive bloke, pulled us off and he ran off. And then um, the police came and everything and then um, the first guy died. Whoa. Jeez. Yeah. First guy died and we, we yeah, we were... We were pretty shook up. We didn't. We didn't sleep for like two or three nights afterwards. Because we were just replaying how we should have, you know. But I've rugby tackled him. I should have grabbed his wallet. Or we, how could we have explained to those blokes who thought we? They were never found him. him. I can only assume that they did because right. his girlfriend had got in a car and somebody else had, you know, taken down the number right, and right. Like that. But yeah, it was holy moly. Because we'd gone. Can I was literally stood there going, Canada. It's so soft. You're so <laughs> nice to each other, and then this all just exploded in front of us outside a kebab shop. Bloody yeah, hell. pretty hardcore. Yeah. Wow. Canada, don't go to Canada. <laughs> yes, <laughs> dangerous. Don't go to Canada if there's any Mancunians because there. they will chase yeah. you and rugby <laughs> tackle you. Down. I broke my little finger rugby tackling because I went down on the pavement. 
Oh, it doesn't go. It doesn't touch that that finger anymore. That's wrong. <laughs> it's like permanent Spock. <laughs> uh, but yeah, sorry for bringing you down. No, no, no. You, no, no, you walked me into that story. Yeah. So, uh, I think I interrupted that one with a <laughs> surprise sentence. But carry on. So carry on with you. Now the whole, the whole. Can you tell that story now, given the context of what we've just heard about the aggressive Canadian and keep it light hide? <laughs> well, that was, that was pretty much it. Like that was just my. You know, the story of my first introduction to that band. and uh, It's what metal fans want, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's a little bit of... It's oh, a bit rough, isn't we're, it? We're so tough. <laughs> you know, even though we, as men, dress like girls and wear high-end shoes, you know, makeup. It's Must the- point out that that is one part of it. Never <laughs> yeah. really drawn me in. <laughs> Although you are wearing an ankle-length leather jacket Yeah, by the time this gets on Facebook and he's tweeted this, you'll be mini-skirt stockings the lot, mate. (laughs) Photoshop is coming out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Just to clean it up, give you back your normal dark jeans and green T-shirt. I quite like how I found um, Tesseract, though. That was quite an organic thing. Um, I like discovering bands myself rather than it's nice when someone goes oh do listen to this it's great but when you when you discover something for yourself and you follow their journey like it's quite rare i think well for me anyway mm. um but it's great we were in um we were in this uh the electroworks club in angel in london and it was halloween i had the shittest outfit you've ever seen and um so it was high heels, stockings, <laughs> full, length, full length leather, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> short skirt, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Um, so it was, a, it was a massive venue. There's like I think there's two, two or three live rooms, two kind of dance floors, um, numerous bars. But anyway, at, at some point in the evening, um, I stumbled across upstairs, and this said band were playing, and I kind of stood at the back, and I was like, "Wow, this is this is fucking brilliant, I'm loving this." And, um, and then leaving the club and then the next day kind of looking at, um, you know, just searching the web, finding their album. And from then, like, I've just followed their, basically their journey from their first album through now, I think they're recording their fourth and seeing them in this kind of average venue. Well, it's a great venue, but it's not on you know, the big radar of all the big venues from seeing them there to then seeing them at the Hammersmith Apollo it's wicked, like seeing how far they've come in the last four years. I think it is. Um, so yeah, that was yeah. I still listen awesome. to. Them. I still really enjoy listening to them. They're great, really, really good. I like yeah. it well. It's quite um, joyful in a funny kind of way. It's that the chords mm. or something they're using. Mm. He's done it uh, in a lot of albums, and they're all they've all got some big journeys in them of the kind of style that he plays them in as well. Mm. It's not just your, you know, in your face. It's all it's different stuff in there. It's so, good. So, did you ever get into rock opera? <laughs> <laughs> 
No. I don't mean glam rock. No. You know, the, the odysseys of rock. No. 20-minute tracks. Did you ever... 5-minute drum solo. Peter Gabriel. Right. Did you ever see R. Kelly's hip-hopera? <clears throat> oh, what? Oh, no. my laws. You have to watch that. <laughs> you have to watch R. Good Kelly's... Good or bad? Um, bad, but in such a funny way. But I think also... I'm pretty sure he didn't take it seriously. It's that kind of cusp of, is this guy for real? It's it's brilliant. It's so good. Watch it. Hip-hopra. Yeah. <coughs> Hip-hopra, yeah. Nice. Yep. See what he's done there. Yeah. Clever guy. I'm, I'm thinking about it. Working it through. <laughs> Working it through. <laughs> good tune, Will. It's growing on me. Nice. Cool. I'm going to listen to that again. Definitely. If you like that, there's, uh, I think that actually the next song on that album called Grace is pretty good as well. Um, I don't think that's on here. Is it not? No, it is on here. <laughs> um, it's just a recommendation. That's cool. Yeah. Nice track, Will. What did yeah. you just play? Because we can't play any of that. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, yeah. So that was uh, Kingdom by Devin Townsend. I think that was Epicloud album as well. Nice. Yeah, there we go. So all the stories you just told us... <laughs> which is the point of this podcast I yeah. think um, we're probably not going to use those are we because we were rambling over the track or do you think we might use them what stories I think when we, <laughs> what <well>, stories <laughs> remember we're doing a podcast but we're all yeah, in the room just... <laughs> and we were asking you questions and you were telling us things it's about three minutes ago now <laughs> you know what I mean well, I told the stories before the track then didn't yeah you? I thought you just oh okay cool. yeah. just... I like the ones in the, in the track as well <laughs> <laughs> I think I this was that, that question I was asking you know about life yeah, 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 yeah. You, yeah. yeah maybe you should work that out before you well, start this is the first time we've played the track straight through our hit ah, yeah, so yeah, before right, we okay, stopped yeah, taking okay, hands okay. moved okay. away played it on here right drifted in and out of the mic yeah and uh, but this time it's like it's just happening around yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a bit immersive it's different different, different feel <laughs> I like come on then Sam it's, it's you you've got to give us your track alright so this track is um, a track that I was gifted um, about a month ago um, by some friends of mine who, one of them runs a, a really cool little local festival called the Purbeck Valley Folk Festival. Hello, Catherine, if you're listening. Um, and Catherine... Shame on you if you're not. <laughs> <laughs> but you won't care if you're not. Although in five years' time, you might come across this. Um, this so time next year. Quite Could be this time next year. Um, and I'm desperately looking for is the Is that name the one the just track. above Swanage? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's moved around. It's, it's it was called the Purbeck Folk Festival for a right. while and now it's Purbeck Valley Folk Festival. Because by the it, nature right. of whatever things happen. Yeah. But it's a cool festival. Yeah, local thing. It's been running six or seven years now, I think. Um several stages, big selection of folky people coming in from all around the world actually yeah. for it. It's a good Funny. if you like a, a nice ale and a bit of camping. Yeah. Does it spill out to the Square and Compass, or is that a totally different festival? I think some of the people do, right? Um, because it's yeah, it's just a field or two down, or it has yep. been in the past. But yeah, great, a great little festival. If anyone's listening, wants to know what to do this when is it? Autumn, summer? Should I look to the dates? I'll tell you know the dates. <laughs> um, so she she put you onto this track. Well, it was actually um, her fiance Philip, who is a an artist. He's a lino cut artist, so he's. Um, you know, have you ever come across lino cut? A lino cut uh, artist. Aware of as it. in not cutting linoleum. Li- literally, as in cutting linoleum <laughs> okay. with a little scalpel, with a, a set of kind of chisels. And yeah. you, you you cut out um, marks, you make marks in the in the lino. 
and then you um, roll it with ink, and then you run it through a press. You pull it back out, and you've got the impression of the negative space, so the bits yeah. are taken away. Yeah, yeah. Right? Really nice. So it's a, it's a, yeah, he's a, he's a genius. At, How about that? Stuff. How about that indeed? So Can you make a living from it? Well, he's a good graphic designer as well. Right, okay. <laughs> but no, he doesn't. Does, he sells art and uh, sells his lino prints, lino cuts. Very talented man. But all of this talking is not... Can really we put a fun. link up <clears throat> to his stuff? Yeah, Wooden Spoon Press. We will uh, put a shout out on yeah. all the channels. Philip, if you're listening, and if you're not, shame on you. Oh, we've already established that. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, this is a serious question now. Who sang or who took to fame... The fir- you know the song The First Time Ever I Saw Your Face? Because there was a programme on Radio 4 last weekend about it. And it, was some- it wasn't Eartha Kitt, it wasn't Nina Simone, but it was somebody like that who took it to fame. But it turned out it was written by some British folk artist who fell in love with the- <clears throat> some young lady and he wrote it for her and sort of sang it to her down the phone while she was in America. And he, he was married with kids in Britain, he was sort of 40 and he phoned her and sang her this song down the phone, and then it became famous after that. Uh, it was fantastic, yeah. Very good programme. I don't know. I can't... No, 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 I genuinely... I don't know. What? I don't know any what? of the answers to these questions. What was the name of the track? Uh, it's the first time ever I saw your face, isn't it? Do you know the track I, I think mean? I know. I'm not even going to try I, and I'm sing not going to go even try and yeah. harmonise it, you know, because that would be... First time <laughs> I ever saw your face. I know, that's... Not... <laughs> I mean, we could all have a go, <laughs> but I think, yeah. Roberta Flack, apparently. Roberta Flack. Quite Thank you very much, yes. I'll drop a little clip in there. Um, do you want me to play you my recommendation? Yes, yes. absolutely, yes. Okay, well, this is a, a little band called Jim James. It's a, he's a, an artist, uh, and there's a track called A-E-I-O-U, uh, or State of the Art. When you ink it in See that that did it for me a lot more than Will's. Uh, yeah. Cool. Sorry, mate. No, it's not. But a the, the bass in that actually going back to the you know bass. That's where it's at. That reminded me of the sort of nineteen seventies Harlem yeah. shaft bass yeah. that I'm a particular fan of. Nice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. like boom, boom, yeah. boom. Yeah. Very good. No, it was really good. Like the layering on that. That was really nice. Yeah. Beautiful track. Isn't <clears> it? Yeah, it's yeah, very lovely. good. Great. Well, his, his voice was really familiar, or the mm. style at least. Where did you come across him then? He just, just told you before. He's <laughs> so, made from the folk festival. Yeah, so, but, he yeah, put you on to it. He put, Philip, yeah. who but does you, the lineup. You've not seen him. <laughs> is he, is I've he, not seen the artist. <laughs> do you know what I mean? What was he chopping down trees? He's yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He works with chainsaws, so it's not just a random, you know, what was he doing chopping down trees? <laughs> he gave you a whole spiel. A whole spiel. It was that. So we. <laughs> you know, sorry, Dave. <laughs> so, so we can work, we can work through yeah, this because right. I think what you I think what you were trying to say was not how did you come across that band, but have you ever seen them live? Right? Well, I was sort of getting to. <laughs> Yeah, but no, we, no, no, it doesn't matter. Beyond tenuous. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'll just. No, I've never seen them live. I'd love to. Um, yeah. 
I'm but assuming they're that's American. A, yeah, I think he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, that's good. I like it. How 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 long have I been around? Well, he's yeah, he's been uh, he's got a few albums, but he was in a band which I'm going to do a little bit of research while you guys fill in these dead air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which, nice. Which will happen when that happens. Can yeah. I just point out that you've spent the last three minutes swiping your device trying yeah. to find that out? I have. I'm, I still haven't found it because <laughs> uh, I'm looking in all the wrong places. I think. Um, but yeah, no, they're. I love it. That's it's, great. it's been a. I've listened to that that album in particular for about three or four weeks now, probably two or three times a week, and it's and I haven't done that for years. I haven't listened mm. to the same. Yeah, flogged an album. Yeah, 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 and it's it's love. It. I totally sunk into it. But I'm not not particularly stats driven musician or audio junkie. Uh, so my sonic yarns tend to be a little bit more <laughs> loose Bake. around the edges. Yeah, yeah. Fortunately, my compadres here uh, can fill in well, all those, don't those details. Count me in their gang. I'm, <laughs> right. I'm in your gang. You mate. and me, yeah. It's like, oh, I like that. It's, you know that that bloke, that yeah. that tall bloke. You know, yeah, sounds lovely. Can't think yeah. what it is, but but you see, our protest singers, you know, which is the, is that sort of uh, he may not have been protesting him, but you know, anything from Martha Wainwright mm. through Billy Bragg and Dylan, you know, you've got me all the way. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I like to be angry about, you know, and obviously Will does too. <laughs> yeah, metal. I like. I'm angry, but I'm more sort of your intellectual guardian reading angry. Yeah. You know, Hyde Park Corner angry. Reserved with a hemp bag. Yes. Top of hummus. Yeah. 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 Nice. It's not, mm. Talk about anybody angry, anybody who knew me wouldn't necessarily say that. <laughs> Short bloke syndrome. Well, I'm really mad. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure than everybody else. Yeah. I'm really mad and really educated about this subject, but it doesn't matter because it's not going to change a thing. No. Let's go and protest about that. Uh, yeah. If you didn't go to Eton, you can't change it. That's all yeah. you need to know, mate. So, why would the assumption be that they're American just through their sound? His voice. Um, yeah, his voice. Yeah. So, I yeah. really struggle to pick out if it's sometimes if, they're, if it's mm. American or English. Or, That's because you're the bass player. Maybe. Yep. What do you do if a bass player throws a grenade at you? <laughs> Take the pin out, throw it back. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, you're not a drummer, are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, but in our, in our mythical band, you know, you have a mythical band. If you're not a musician, well, you are a musician, so you don't have to have a mythical band. But if you're not a musician, you have a mythical band. And your mates, you're in the pub and, you, you know, many an evenings you spend deciding who's going to be what. I was the drummer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I was headbutting the cymbals, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I have sticks for them now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still use my head. Hit your head with a stick. It's still yeah. relaxed. <laughs> so, for the record, Kentucky, America. Right. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, and the band he was in was My Morning Jacket. Ah, there we go. Whammo. Yeah. No My Morning Jacket. Yeah. And there you go. that's why you know the voice. There we are. Plus, you've heard the song before. But Yeah. That's great. Something to take home for your kids. Then. I'm going <laughs> nice. yeah, to. I like that. That's very good. Yeah, good recommendation. Yeah, thank you, Philip. Yeah. Thank you, Catherine. Mm. <laughs> See you at the festival. Nice. Yeah, I think I'll venture into that. When is this festival? <laughs> as as someone has to travel six hours in a vehicle to get <laughs> yeah. you know to habitation, I could really do with. Yeah, I need a good couple of weeks forewarning. Well, we can we can do a couple of weeks. And it is the 24th to the 27th of August, 2017. Oh, that's, that'll be the bank holiday weekend, it is, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, I, that I always, yeah, I've always got a festival on. I got a soul fest up in um, Solway Firth, which is 
sort of, you know, Carlisle. It's in a really rural area. It's in a place called Aspatria, which is probably 30 miles west of Carlisle towards the coast. So it's really, it is really rural and it's really friendly. It's amazing. We've met, we've met, the same sort of people there. Yeah. Every last year, they were like, "Oh, did you not? Did you not look at Facebook after the festival?" And I was like, "You're <laughs> talking to the wrong person." But apparently, three sets of people had put on Facebook. Does anybody know Slinky, Danny, and the Bogmeister? Ah, right. Because we met them on Saturday night, and they were, you know, reasonably good memorable. fun. <laughs> yes, memorable. <laughs> and um, so various people had looked for us, and they all found us last year. Um, we still look on Facebook again after this year because, you know, festival friends. Uh, leave them. Uh, leave them at the <laughs> festival. Right. They're only good for four days a year. Yeah. <laughs> Although I would say, I would say, one young lady, um, Sophia, who lives in uh, Hebden Bridge, we, we met her at the festival and she came to our, she came to our Christmas party at our house in Wales. Um, so we oh. did actually find someone at the festival and bring her, bring her into, into the fold. Real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real she, nice. She's cracking. Top lady. She builds... Um, I'm going to get this wrong. Straw bale houses. Oh, lovely. Yeah. So she's really fascinating. Really, yeah. Yeah. Really interesting. Nice. So I, I digress. It's music, but yeah. yeah. No, it's good. It's all about stories, I like it. All about yeah. stories. We can be a bit eco while we're here. But no, yeah. she was fascinating. She was just working behind the bar in, in one of the sort of tents that I was particularly drawn to and got chatting to her and then, you know, Sweet. spent the next three days with her and then the next festival, we spent the whole three days with her and the next festival... Yeah. Nice. Anything can happen. Did you have a a specific track that you were going to Um well yeah when when Ed said you know we need a specific track that you can that particularly means something to you mm. it, it it wasn't actually very hard to right. to pick one because there is there's always been one track that still today makes me get off my you know get out of my wheelchair put right. my frame to one side <laughs> and, and go for it which is um new model armies the valleys of the green and the gray which probably came out and I'm, I'm with sam on this probably came out somewhere around 1985 right when we were 16 and um, me and my mates and it was <clears throat> it's a song about the sort of People are leaving your small town to go to London to make money or they're going to go to uni and do something and he, he, the guy talks as if he's sat on the bus ride through the valleys of the green and the grey, which is Lancashire, you right. know, the mill towns. You suddenly come out of the mill town, which is a grey desert place, and then you're on these moors and, you know, and he, he talks about people getting beaten up on a Friday night, sitting in casualty, and that, that happened to me on a specific occasion, you know what I mean? And it, everything within the song just was absolutely had happened to us or was happening to us at that time. Wow. And um, there's, a, there's a very good film, which I saw about the same time, called American Graffiti. I don't know if you've ever seen mm, it. Yeah, oh, have seen you that. seen it? Yeah, I have, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's about a group of four lads and one of them sort of works in the factory. They're 18. The other three are going off to uni. One doesn't want to go. He wants to stay in his town where he knows everybody and he's comfortable. And, you know, there's another guy who really wants to go and make something of himself. And there's another guy who's sort of like a bit, you know, oh, I'm not sure. 
And that's, that is what happened to our four friends. You know, one of us was a plasterer and he stayed. Mm. One of us, like, blew his A-levels and ended up staying, but then had to go to London to do, like, an NHS radiology course. One guy went to uni. I went to uni and got kicked out and ended up back in the town because I thought that's where I belonged. You know, because you're 18, you're a bloke, you're stupid, right? So, you know, and then you get back there and you realise that all those people and all those things have gone. Mm. And you don't belong anymore. And it's and that film, American Graffiti, and the song, and the four of us that were together, and we are still the best of mates now. I mean, Ed knows them all. You know, and where are we now? Yeah, it's 30, 30 years later. I've known two of them for 36 years. You know, and we're still, yeah, super tight. But that song, just the lyrics, yeah. Magic. Yeah. So what are we going to play? New Model Army, The Valleys of the Green and the Grey. Good man. Yeah, who's New Model Army? So that's what I'm saying um, about them. <clears throat> Not really. Yeah. I've seen them loads of times and I've got all their albums, but, but you know, that's about it. Yeah. Um, it's all you need to know. The, Do you like it? Yeah. There's a lot of songs about um, Bodmin Moor and the hills around Bradford and there's a really good track called The Falklands War and stuff like that. It was early 80s. Hmm. I, I first saw them on... Um, Top of the Pops, and they were all wearing T-shirts that said, only stupid bastards use heroin. And they had gaffer tape over the word bastards, and it fell off. And I remember, like, being 11 and 12, and to me, that was the coolest thing I've <laughs> ever seen. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> only stupid bastards use heroin. And, uh, yeah. And all of their music, because it, it came out of the Yorkshire Moors and the, you know, yeah. it, and it was young lads and their anguish and their anger and, you know, politics and whatever. It just struck a chord. Mm. Every song, yeah, just struck a chord, really. Yeah. It's quite folky. Mm. Folk rock, I don't mm. know. Yeah. They're massive in Germany. Oh, really? Massive. No. Still now? Yeah. 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 They're so like the... a tidy levelers. Like, well... A bit more downbeat, but... There's another story there, because um, the levelers supported them back in the late 80s and early 90s. I think it must have been Glastonbury 91 that the levellers were put above them on the the Glastonbury stage and New Lamy just refused to play because the levellers had just supported them on their tour but then got a higher billing at Glastonbury. And, uh, yeah, I was quite pissed off. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'd imagine. But the levellers were just a bit uh, flash in the pan, you know. They're still gigging now, the levellers, yeah. but... But they were on Lovejoy, the Levellers, the whole episode as themselves. So I don't know how seriously <laughs> oh, really? they took the old... Uh, the, uh... Lovejoy, the antique. <laughs> yeah. the antique. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, there is a, it's a classic episode <laughs> with the Levellers. Ginger dreadlocks swaying in the wind. I think, I think you should kill the music and go into that story because I like that story. <laughs> <laughs> you can't knock the Levellers. 
We can, but round it was it was good. It was good jumping in the pub music. Yeah. Teen uni jump. Yeah. Obviously, obviously, I've just thought of two stories because I'm a man full of stories. Yeah. But yeah, we were in uh, we were in New York, probably about 1992. Uh, me and my mate Trigger, and we had just enough money, just enough money to hire a car, drive to Niagara Falls, and get back to New York, and that was it. And we'd have been on bread and water, and we were walking to the car hire place. And we saw a poster for New Model Army playing that night no. in the Limelight Club. And we were like, we both looked at each other and we were like, yeah, f- fuck Niagara Falls. <laughs> <laughs> this is New Model Army in New York. <laughs> you know, we can go, Niagara Falls will always be there. Yeah. The chances of us, you know. Anyway, so we went to this, uh, we went to this club and the Limelight Club it was an old church. And it still had all the old stained glass windows in. Now, in, in Britain and Europe, New Model Army gigs can get quite, People can get quite animated, mm. let's say. And um, they, there was no protection on any of these stained glass windows. And me and Trigger were like, oh my God, this place is going to get smashed <laughs> up. They're going to destroy this church. It's insane. What were they thinking? And um, and the gig started and we went straight into the mosh pit because we're like 21, 22, you know, into the mosh pit, uh, grabbing people, throwing them around, you know, you know this sort of thing. Well, you're into well, I, I just It doesn't quite have the same imagery as a mosh pit to that as it does to let's say Devon Town 10 no, yeah. well yeah not, <laughs> to, not quite not to that together yeah. people were headbutting each other yeah. you know the usual sort of stuff and um, everybody we grabbed in the crowd was British and when no. we turned around there was literally 30 people in this little mosh at the front and you turned around there was this semicircular arc of people just tapping their feet and clapping their hands in a really reserved manner like they were at some Elton John gig right. and it was bizarre we couldn't we just couldn't get our heads around it because this was new Malami and this was you know this was going to go off kind of thing but yeah and we we actually saw them um a couple of months ago in the Ritzy in Manchester that's right and it was hilarious cuz i swear we probably knew everybody at the gig but we didn't recognise a soul because they were all 50 now and nobody had any hair right. if you were a man yeah, right. and you all had a big fat beer belly and all the women, well, they're indescribable blobs just with wearing <laughs> denim and leather. <laughs> and it was just, it was it was really, really they actually still rocked because I've seen a lot of, you know, the Stranglers and the Damned and people over the years. A new model army objectively we're still actually very good and um yeah it was fantastic yeah it was very funny oh cool yeah you ever I've, been back to niagara falls uh yes i have okay. yes i've have, I have seen niagara falls and uh i haven't seen your model army in new york again so there you go <laughs> yeah. i was i was right which <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is how i operate and did the church get left in one piece yeah the church was completely left in one piece because the only people sm- smashing anything up were each other yeah all the, the Brits down British the front guy. yeah the, the <laughs> British boats down the front you just get coming in sweat it's a good tip though if you do want to find the British people abroad go to the mosh pit yeah if you're in you know, yeah, I was I, you know for, for, a, for a nation like or, America or which, don't. which we which we see as sort of being quite a violent um, I want to say community but that's the wrong word help me somebody Na- neighbourhood no no America is a whole culture. culture thank you I knew it was a C word um, you know, we see it as quite a violent culture, but actually, outside of the people who are popping a caps in each other's asses, 
they're actually quite tame and reserved, albeit loud and, you know, gregarious. Brush. But yeah, I've been to a few gigs in America and they were all very, very tame in comparison to what goes on here. But it makes sense, doesn't it? Because in Britain, we're reserved all the time until we get smashed. Yeah, it's a good and point. And we just yeah. let it all out. Yeah. And in America, there's all sorts of different ways to express your voice, your anger, your whatever. Yeah. Yee-hawing through, at political through, conventions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just going to church, whatever. It's, it's, there's loads of ways. Whoop, whooping. We have to wait for yeah. a special set of circumstances oh. where we're allowed to head by each other. <laughs> <laughs> to the beat. Yeah. God bless us all. <laughs> cool man so not knowing you that well do you is your are you grabbed by music by lyrical content rather than yeah mainly i would say yeah definitely just just uh, you know i'm i'm fundamentally a, a, a an angry young man still despite right. my age you know i'm i mean i've obviously i've learned over the years that i'm powerless because i didn't go to eton but um you know billy bragg I'd, I'd follow him into the flames of hell right. if he told me that, you know, we could put things straight. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I am a protest singer. Big Elvis Costello fan, but again, his lyrics were very spot on, you know. Even something as mundane as Oliver's Army, you know, it's actually, if you listen to the lyrics, he's like, yeah, he's throwing, it's all political. Mm. He's having a proper go. Proper charge stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny, so, because Billy Bragg lives just down, I don't think he's that down the road but he's in this area Dorchester Dorchester so he goes to a lot of the festivals the smaller right, festivals that right. we've been to around you often see him he's, he's ever such a tall bloke yeah he is really tall he's the only person bit like Will when he got the, the cold sweats talking to Devon what's his face yeah I was going to say Devon Malcolm but he's a cricketer but uh, Billy Bragg's the only person I've ever introduced myself to right I, I saw him in um, is it the Welcome Foundation near Euston Station in London yeah yeah he was, he was doing a he was doing this um amazing play where they were playing Toots and the Maytel music over a, a theatre and there were like four or five different stages and you could walk between the stages. It was all pretty mashed up. But I saw him in the cafe beforehand and I sort of like a little kid went up and was like, oh, Billy, um, I think you're really cool. Uh, but I was just like, Billy, look, I'm really sorry because I realise you, you know, you're eating with your friends but I just want to say thank you for saying all the things that I want to say, but I don't have any power to. I can't mm. get them out there. I just run in in my own home. But you're actually saying what I'm thinking, and uh, you know I really appreciate it. And he was, you know, he was spot on. He was just like, oh no, mate, it's great. We need that kind of support. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, and he was, yeah, I, yeah. I felt ridiculous, and I was bright red. But yeah, I'm glad I did it. Yeah, well, excellent. If you see Billy, you've got to do that. I did that with my mum a couple of years ago. We were what, at, you my, said hello to your mum? Like, yeah, mum, mum, I love you. I love what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. I know I can't Get say it. Get <laughs> So it's a restraining order. I just like, yeah, <laughs> but he, Well, he gave my mum a hug, which is nice. Oh, oh nice. great. Thank, thanks, Billy. That's a nice time. Mm. He's a nice guy. Yeah. He, he's, and he's, he's actually seems to be mellowing. I think his message is getting further as well. The past couple of years, he's just taking some of the edge off it. And he's getting higher profile. People, that, I think it's that wisdom, grey hairs, statesman type thing that even Billy Bragg kind of did. You um, did bit. you ever see that? You can find it on YouTube. But he did. Um, he got into a bit of a not a physical tussle, but a verbal tussle with a, a UKIP candidate in Essex, which is obviously where Billy's from. And um, 
Billy pointed out to him that if it was up to him, the UKIP, St George wouldn't be allowed in the country because, of course, he was Turkish. Yes. And he just put this bloke right back in his box. <laughs> He's like, you don't believe in immigration? Well, St George wouldn't be allowed here, would it, you stupid man? Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, it was very funny. But he was in the army, Billy Bragg, didn't you know that? He was in the yeah. army, Royal Armoured Corps, yeah. No idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He thought, he thought if there was going to be a nuclear war, the best place to be would be in a tank in West Germany. But... Uh, he bailed, bought himself out after a few months and took right. up the guitar because hmm. he realised probably the army wasn't the best place to be <laughs> when it For all him. kicks off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got something to say about this? Shut up, Reich. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get back in your tank, son. I loved you then as I love you still Though I put you on a bed, still they put you on the pill I don't feel bad about letting you go I just feel sad about letting you know He did a radio show. Yeah, it was hey, Salford cool, City then. Radio. The what's it? Salford City Radio. It was just a, a volunteer thing, but we nice. used to do a Wednesday night, Wednesday night uh, radio show with my mate Boggy and Ed. Used to phone in occasionally and be too loud. <laughs> <laughs> Over a telephone line. Yes. Yeah, having a chainsaw on it one time. <laughs> yeah, because they used to phone me. It was what like at six or something, yeah. wasn't it? I used to just get this phone. I used to wait by the phone because Danny was like, "Oh, we're gonna phone you. We're gonna phone you." Didn't always phone me, but um, yeah, I got a phone call and and I was like, "This time I was prepped." <laughs> I was just like, "Check this out." What? Yeah, I Yeah, I think what was your feature? Our oh, man in the south. Or yeah, something. but we had oh. um, we had we had two features that ended up on uh, Chris Evans' show about six months later, which is obviously just a coincidence rather than no, definitely <laughs> not. Mean? But we had Fan Felony or Fudge, which was right. where you played two tracks that were very similar, right? And it was whether the second track were just fans of the first track, yeah. And it, you know, it just by osmosis has absorbed into their music. It was a, it was a felony in which they just robbed it. Yeah, yeah. Or it was a fudge. You know, I can't remember. But yeah, so we played the two tunes and we'd be like fan felony or fudge, yeah. and we'd just you know chat about whether. And there was French strike of the week, which was my favourite, <laughs> because if you look, there's always a strike in France. There's always a strike in France. Yeah. Every week of the year, year in year out. So we had French strike of the week. So like, and this week, the <laughs> students from Leon University are on strike. <laughs> from what? Getting drunk and... Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, you know with Van, that French girl I hung out yep. with for a bit, she's been on strike for a month. She's been on strike for a month oh, at Brest University. So the students have been on strike <laughs> The students are striking. <laughs> what? Strike. what are they strike about? What can you possibly <laughs> strike about? <laughs> Don't know, oh, yeah. I don't know. Like cappuccinos for breakfast or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have not had, you know, 50 sex with seven women this week. I'm not going back into university. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. I went in as well for one, for yeah. Christmas one. That was fun. It's fun. So you did, you have had a radio career. Yeah. Well, I was in one. 
I went for one episode and just listened to Danny right. and Boggy well, I listened to Boggy mainly. Mainly, and he was banging on about there's some report out about if you've got to stop eating a certain thing because it reduces your chance of getting such and such by, and it was like 0.5 of 1%. Yeah. And and then the whole press was like, what's the point? Uh, 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 what is it? Reducing well, Bo- your chance by And then Boggy's a radiologist, yeah. he? so he's right medical, and he was just like, but if you actually break it down, like 0.5 of 1% when you've got this many, this many million people, it actually does turn out into being a significant number. And then you've got to think of the, on, the impact effects of what that does when that one person gets really ill and all their family members and friends all get so just stop eating rubbish <laughs> food and it was like yeah he banged on about that but a lot, a lot very of, valid points yeah mm, a yeah. lot of what he bangs about with the percentages though is when you get these things and they say oh yeah it increases your rate your risk of a heart attack by 10 percent but your risk yeah, of a heart yeah, attack yeah, at any yeah. given point is 0.0000000012 so increasing it by 10 percent is nothing yeah it's pointless don't yeah. worry about it yeah you know, he's like, you are going to get hit by a car, you are going to die of a heart yeah. attack, but just crack on, because... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, that, didn't I? yeah. it's lies, damn lies, and statistics, isn't it? You can make it prove anything you want. Mm. And usually it's lies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you right? Dirty, dirty boy, sitting on the curb, chirping and piping and eating dirty hoodworms. Along comes Ivy from Dirty, 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 Sort of Dirty, Dirty Boyd, sitting on a coib, joyping and boyping and eating dirty at worms. Boy, was he disturbed. All right, lovely tunes, gentlemen. Thank you. Lovely to have you here. Uh, I guess that's it. Is any other business? Yeah, I'd like to say thank you for Danny. Oh, no, yeah, cheers, mate. No, no, yeah. no. Quite the opposite, gent. Thank you. Good it's, stories. Uh, yeah, it's, um, uh, yeah, don't mind. Don't, yeah. <laughs> Thank, just thank the Lord it was only an hour because the stories will go on forever. <laughs> we'll, we'll get you back sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's hope not. Uh, no, thanks, guys. That was brilliant. Really enjoyed that. Cool, yeah, it was, uh, Lovely stuff. Like being back in the studio, you know, back <laughs> in the day. <laughs> <laughs> right, anytime, mate. Come back. It's all, you're very welcome. So, yeah, so that's it from us. If you want to find us, if you want to get in touch with us and share with us your musical stories, if you want to tell us about your... Twitter. Facebook. Instagram. Thank you. Find us in all the usual places. Um, we've been Sam. Hi. Goodbye. See you soon. I'm Ed. Thanks. And bye bye. Danny. Will. Toodle pip. <laughs>